All right, everybody, I want to thank you guys for joining us again for another edition of the Servant Leader Coaches Bible Study. This is by far, I say I'm biased, but today I'm going to be biased because this is going to be by far my favorite edition, my favorite episode, because today marks the one-year anniversary of the Servant Leader Coaches Bible Study podcast and Coaches Bible Study where we fellowship together. I'm super excited because we bring back so many of our servant leaders who made this platform what it is just to be able to fellowship and connect today. I already know it's going to be a blast. Today, we're going to just kind of talk about where some of our servant leaders have been and what they've done over the past year. And then we're going to have an amazing message, an amazing message talking about the unyielding servant. So I'm super excited to get this conversation started. And just doing that, I'm seeing, guys, I'm seeing a lot of our servant leaders over the past years. And we're not going to like put you guys on blast, but a year ago, we started with Willie Simmons. And yeah, that's my boy. We might as well just be family. Grew up in the same time. And I was telling him already, I was like, can you believe that a year ago, I reached out, you said yes, and it started. And started with him, talked about the right way is always the right way. And I remember that. Like that stuck to me and stuck to so many different coaches over the time because as we coach, each servant leader left something that stuck with us and he let us off just talking about the right way and the principles of being a servant leader that he teaches to his men at Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University here in Tallahassee, Florida. So I'm super excited about that. I'm going to be doing some highlights as we make our way through. So my servant leaders, I know they're coaching, some of them on the sidelines and in practice, but we're going to definitely be doing that. Today's message is going to come from servant leader Willie Spears as we talk about the unyielding servant. This brother, he's been uh, all across my area, uh, definitely one of my favorites. Um, just simply because he leads, but he walks and he passes that down to his next generation of his own seed. Willie Spears is a coach. He's a motivational speaker. He's a minister. And I know the word that he's going to bring today is going to help us to catapult for the next year. So we got Willie Simmons on. We got Willie Spears on. They already been going back and forth. So we're going to go ahead and hear this message since he's ready. And guys, I'm so excited to get, have you guys here. We're going to let him get his message out of the way so we can continue this fun time we already been having. All right. Thank you so much. I'm not going to be before you all long. I first want to say uh, that I saw Coach Chelsea on, on Twitter and I saw what she was doing and I didn't know her. Uh, I kind of researched her. They say research. Now that means Google. I kind of researched her and I found out she was from the metropolis of a Gadsden County. I was just educated by one of their favorite sons that Gadsden County is not just one place. It's multiple places that make <laughs> That's up right. That's right. <laughs> the great metropolis of, of Gadsden County. So uh, the fact that she coached was awesome to me that she was a teacher first and that she bragged about being a teacher on social media was impressive. The fact that she could cook was super impressive. I, I told my wife, I said, man, this, this servant leader lady, she can throw that in the kitchen too. And so I was <laughs> going to tell you all, just thank you for your faithfulness. It's good to know that we're not alone when we're trying to do things right. We're trying to coach the way that we believe Christ will coach. Uh, it's good to know that we're not by ourselves. And so I'm honored to be a part of this unique fraternity of servant leaders who have been blessed to add value to the lives of coaches uh, on this call. And so thank you for that. We won't be before you long today. Uh, I only preach past 30 minutes when there's an offering. And since there's no offering today, we'll be going 29 
uh, minutes and 30 seconds. And so if you will, bow your head with me as we pray. Lord, thank you for this time. Uh, I like to joke around a lot. Lord, you said that laughter is good for us, Lord. So I thank you for that. Lord, I thank you for the lives of these coaches on this call. Lord, Billy Graham once said that a coach will influence more people in their life in one year than most people in their entire lifetime. So Lord, that's a lot of influence. It shouldn't be that way. The parents should have the most influence. The preacher should have the most influence. But Lord, for some reason, you've given us coaches the most influence. Father, may we not take that lightly. Your word says if we treat a child wrong, it's better for us to be thrown in the ocean with a cinder block tied around our neck. May we not take this responsibility lightly. As we open your word today in the book of Mark and we talk about the unyielding servant leader, Lord, may you speak to us like only you can. Lord, I'm not worthy to be used at this time, but in the book of Numbers, chapter 22, you had a donkey speak. And in the New Testament, you said if the disciples didn't want to cry out, that you would have the rocks to cry out. So, Lord, today we are obedient to this call. We're thankful for Coach Chelsea, and we pray that you exceed her expectations in this ministry. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Again, uh, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Uh, Mark chapter 10, verse 45, that's the verse that Coach Chelsea gave us today, Mark chapter 10, verse 45. And so we're going to read that. And I'm reading uh, from the uh, NIV version right here. It says, for even the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And so if we're to be Christ-like, our entire goal is to serve. That's the only reason we're here, to serve. So we're not here for the accolades. We're not here for the power on the back. We're not here to be in the newspaper. We're not here for the money. We're here to serve. What does that look like? A servant looks like the one that picks up the cups, the one that sweeps the floor, the one that washes the laundry, the one that drives the laundry, the one that does the inventory. That's what it looks like. And so what we have to realize is that's the call. I believe if Jesus was in the school system, he wouldn't be the superintendent. He wouldn't be the head coach. He wouldn't even be the manager. I think that Jesus would be the custodian. If he worked in your school, he would be the one mopping the floor. He would be one picking up the trash. So I want to be like Christ. I want to be a foot washer. I want to be a servant leader. And so when talking about an unyielding servant, the first question we have to ask ourselves, what does unyielding mean? And unyielding, uh, I just Google the definition. It says not giving way to pressure, hard or solid. It says a person and their behavior is unlikely to be swayed. In other words, it's not like politics. It's not like rooting for your best team. As we watched these two great basketball games the last two nights, the girls' side, the women's side, Arizona uh, played against uh, Stanford, uh, and then we had Baylor, and we had uh, the Gonzaga. What we saw was everybody knew who was going to win. Everybody was picking Gonzaga. We're going to win. The Zags got it. Ain't no way. And then we were shocked that they got the brakes beat off them. What happens sometimes is we don't want to be solid on what we believe because in sports, things can go either way. But in our faith, there's no either way. You're either for Christ or you're not for Christ. You're either a child of his or you're not a child of his. We like to say everybody sins, everybody makes mistakes. That gives us all this leeway. But you would be upset if your basketball player went to the foul line and said, I'm probably going to miss coach. Nobody's perfect. You'd be upset if your football player said, I know I'm a defensive lineman. I'm probably going to jump outside. Nobody perfect. We want our players, our athletes, to strive for profession, perfection. Women to try to be the very best that they can be. That's what we want. Even though we know they're not going to always get it right. We want them to strive for perfection. 
With that being said, I believe we should strive for perfection in our daily walk with Christ. We should wake up in the morning saying, I am not going to sin today. I know I'm not perfect, but I'm not going to sin today. I'm going to do what Christ would do today with my life. So I want to ask you this question. What's your purpose? What's your why? You've heard that many times. I believe the answer to that question is to be that unyielding servant. So since I got my man, Willie Simmons, on the call, I stole some from him years ago. He spoke at a clinic, and he had these daily Fs. They all start with Fs because FAMU, Florida Agriculture and Mechanical University, we strike, we strike, and we strike again. Starts with the F. My wife is a proud FAM alum, has two degrees from there. I think we're still paying for one of them. That's why we can't get them rims on my truck. We paying fam. But anyway, that's another subject. So I want to break this down because when I, heard, when I heard he was on the call, I was like, you know what? I can use his principles to help us understand the principle of an unyielding servant. At FAMU, and Coach, we all believe you're doing an absolute great job. At FAMU, on Mondays, they, they focus on fundamentals. Now, we can make this a spiritual message. And I'm taking this from Willie Simmons because I've always wanted to be like Willie Simmons when I grew up. That's why I changed my name to Willie Spears. My original name is Martin Smith, but I changed my name. I'm just kidding. So on Mondays, fundamentals. So what are your spiritual fundamentals? If your athlete is going to get better in the gym, they got to put up shots. If your athlete is going to get better on the field, they got to get in that weight room. They got to get reps, 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 reps. I often tell our athletes, don't count your reps. Make your reps count. So a preacher may have more opportunities to witness than you because that's their profession. But because you're a child of God, God has given you several opportunities to witness. Are you taking advantage of those opportunities? We're going to be weak spiritually if we're not in the spiritual gym, if we're not listening to music that glorifies God, if we're not talking to people about God. I believe we should share the gospel constantly using words when necessary. So what are your spiritual fundamentals? Are you in the gym getting it in spiritually? On Tuesday, it's about fight. What they talk about in fight is that you have to fight for what you believe in. It's important. In coaching football, we would call our Tuesdays Blood Tuesday. That was our most physical day. But are you fighting for what you believe in? Are you fighting for the souls of your children, your natural children, and your children? I want to encourage you to win. W-I-N, at home. I want to encourage you to fight to keep your marriage alive. Fight to be the best father, the best mother you can be. It's not going to be easy. The Bible says in John 10 and 10 that Satan has come to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus has come that we may have life and we may have it more abundantly. Are you fighting for what you believe in? Are you fighting spiritually? On Wednesday, they talk about being fast. I want to encourage you to be fast. Like, like what I mean by be fast is one, fast sometimes. Turn down your plate. See, what Coach Chelsea don't know, she thinks she's being cute by posting the menu on Twitter on Sundays. But when somebody's fasting, she's actually being a hindrance to them because they're having a hard time being faithful to their fast because she got yams, dressing, greens, cornbread. Oh, yeah, I got baked chicken. I got baked. I mean, and then a slice of pound cake. Like, how am I supposed to fast if she's putting out a menu that sounds like my grandmama cooking? I want to encourage you to make fasting part of your natural progression to growing spiritually. We know it's not about the end result. It's about the process. If not, what would have happened is we would have went to heaven right after we got saved. God has something for us to do. He's placed you at that job at this time. I want to encourage you to bloom where you're planted. Many of us want to go to the next job. I'm very guilty of that. 
God told me, like, how can you go to the next assignment when you haven't done what I asked you to do in the current assignment? On Thursdays, it's time to finish. That's one thing that Coach preached in his program. Thursday, we should finish. What do you mean by finish? Stop putting things off. I'm going to visit that church. I'm going to witness to that person. I'm going to sit down with my friend. I'm going to talk to him about the Lord. I'm going to get on that Bible app. I'm going to read this Bible lesson. I'm going to start. No, no. Finish what you say you was going to start spiritually. You've been saying for years, I'm going to read the whole Bible. You've been saying for years, I'm going to start going to Sunday school. You've been saying for years, I'm going to start a Bible study at my house. When? When? Finish. What happens a lot of times in games, people don't finish. You look at Arizona and you look at Stanford. Arizona didn't finish. They didn't finish. However you want to look at it, they didn't finish. Friday is fun. I want to encourage you to show your players that you can have fun being a Christian. You can dance being a Christian. You can tell jokes being a Christian. You can have fun without being vulgar, without being disrespectful, without being dishonest, and without compromising your faith. You can have fun. Saturday, they focus on family. The acronym for family, F-A-M-I-L-Y. Forget about me. I love you. Forget about what I want. I love you. Forget about me. You can't tell me that Arizona was one of the best programs to get to, to be in the final four. Nobody even saw them getting there. Three years ago, they were six and 20. Like, who saw that happening? But when you play as a family, you exceed all expectations. And then Sunday, of course, is faith. Are you allowing COVID to win? Are you allowing that excuse? I can't go to church. Social distancing. We're not social distancing in Walmart. The, the people that go into the club, they're not social distancing. So if you can't get in a church, I want to encourage you to be faithful to your faith and read your word. Five more minutes, Coach Chelsea. My man, JC, Jesus Christ, he gave us great examples. And if I had time, I would go throughout the Bible and show you the word yielding is actually in the Bible. Unyielding is in the Bible eight times, depending on the version that you're looking at or the translation. But uh, I want to read a couple of them to you. It says uh, in Ezekiel 3 and 8, so pay attention. I'm going to make you just as obstinate and unyielding as they are. And, and what they're talking about here in the children of Israel, he wanted people to be unyielding. That means steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Let me tell you something. You, you got to decide who you rooting for. Who you rolling with? Who like who you who you with? Don't don't walk in Burger King with a McDonald's hat on. Can I help you? Don't walk in the fam you facility with a BCC shirt on. I don't care where you graduated from. Like you need to make a stand who you with. You can't. I can't walk with my wife and turn around and look look at Keisha. Cause when I turn back around, it's gonna be something hitting me in my face. And 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 then I gotta obey the word and turn the other cheek and get two of them. And if she tell my daddy, what what? And she tell her daddy, what what? So we have to stand up for what we believe in. Are we unyielding as a Christian, or are we wishy washy? We know the Bible says that if we're lukewarm, he's gonna spit us out his mouth. I don't want to be a loogie for Jesus. I want to be all in. It doesn't mean I always get it right. That means when I do something I ain't got no business, I'm convicted, and that means there's fruit. From my walk with him, I was I, I used to coach a little college ball, and I remember recruiting. And this guy, I said, "Man, how you like the weight room?" He said, "Cool, I love to work out." I said, "Well, when you gonna tell your body?" He said, "Huh?" I said, "Like you love to work out, but your body don't know that because I can look at your body and tell you don't love to work out, bro. You don't love to work out. Maybe your thumbs, <laughs> but you don't love to work out." So I, I say this in one of my books, Shameless Plug, Coach Chelsea. I say this in one of my books. 
if I see dog, not dog, if I see rat droppings, I don't need to see the rat. So if I walk in your gym and I see rat droppings in the corner, I don't got to see the rat. The droppings are evidence that the rat has been there. So I'm saying that to say, I, a coach just said the body doesn't lie. I can look at your body and tell if you're faithful in the gym. I can look at your body and tell if you have a problem picking that fork up and down or not. Like, your body's going to tell me about your discipline or lack thereof. Your, your way you act, the way you talk, the way you respond to people, the way you tra- treat people is going to tell me how much time you've been spending with Jesus. Because I can't cuss you out every day if I've been spending with time with Jesus every day. I can't steal from you. I can't disrespect you if I've been spending time with Jesus every day. My point is we have to understand that we need to have the same dedication spiritually as we want our players to have physically and mentally. Mental toughness is real. All of us will have a funeral one day or Jesus is going to come back. One of them two things are going to happen. Our body is important, but it's going to fill us one day. Our mind is important, but it's going to fill us one day. Our soul will live somewhere forever. Ever. Do you have unyielding faith? Are you an unyielding servant? Are you a wishy-washy servant? Are you an unyielding servant? Are you a sometimey servant? What kind of player do you want? In basketball, you want the one that bends over or the one that dies on the floor? In baseball, do you want the one that runs to the ball or the one that backs away from the ball? In football, you want a linebacker that plugs the hole or the one that jumps to the side and jump on the guy back? In every area of our life, we want people that run right to it. David ran toward Goliath. Jesus wants us to have an unyielding faith and prove that we're unyielding servants, meaning we're not wishy-washy. We're not back and forth. Last thing I want to tell you, there's a guy by the name of uh, Salvo Copa. That's his name, Salvo Copa. His dad is a legendary basketball coach in Europe. His dad actually coached for almost 50 years, won a European championship uh, back in 1989, women's basketball, was actually part of the National Women's Basketball Coaching Staff. He has this son named Salvo. Salvo has been an assistant coach over there for years, and a lot of people thought that Salvo Copa was going to be the next great coach in Europe. Like Everybody was like, he's he going to be the guy, he's going to be the guy. Well, he met this chick one day, this girl, this female, pardon me. He met this girl one day, this woman one day, her name, um, was Miss Barnes, we'll call her. So he met Miss Barnes, and Miss Barnes played basketball on the team they played against. They met in the hallway, they high-fived each other, didn't know each other. They ended up getting each other's phone number. Sabo tried to link up with her a few times. Back then, you couldn't slide in DMs, you had to actually call people. Tried to link up with her a couple of times, it didn't work out. The third time, he said, look, if she don't answer the phone, I'm through. They talk on the phone. Salvo ends up moving to the States. This young lady played for the uh, 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 play in the WNBA for the Seattle Storm. And they end up dating. They end up getting married. Now, he's a coach. She ends up being a coach. They're both coaches. Well, Coach Barnes is the head coach for Arizona Wildcats, who just had this magical year. And her defensive coordinator, her top assistant, is her husband. You're talking about servant leadership. We live in a, a, a world today where men have this persona because of society that we can't serve, especially under a woman especially serve a woman. I want to I want to challenge you, encourage you to look at Coach Copa's example. This man, I don't want to say gave up, but this man put his dreams to the side to help his amazing wife who just gave birth to a baby right before basketball season started, 
who was actually pumping milk as she's still breastfeeding at halftime of the game, according to the sideline reporter Holly Rowe, who has two children, I believe the name of Mateo and Capri, two little children that they're raising together. This man is the assistant coach for his wife. And it wasn't like he wasn't doing nothing. He was working at a convenience store and she gave him a raise. No, he was already in the coaching profession. He had 10 years in a great resume, but he had an unyielding servant leadership attitude and said, you know what? I'm not going to do what's best for me. I'm going to do what's best for my family. He decided to win at home where it counts the most. I don't know this guy. I just heard part of the story and did a little research. It just blew my mind that this man said, I'm going to help my wife. She can have the spotlight. She can be in front. I'm going to be a background dancer. I'm going to help her accomplish her goals. And because we're one, it's going to help me accomplish my goals. If you watch the game, I'm not a basketball analyst. My name's not Coach Chelsea. She still got that broke jump shot pinned on her Twitter. Like That's the only one she ever made. It's like been there for 50 years. Like Give us another shot, Coach. That's the only one you made. So, so I'm not a basketball guru, but, but I watched the game. And Arizona did not play great offensively, but they played great defensively. And Coach Salvo Copa is the defensive coordinator, if you will, in basketball. He's over the defense. They forced over 20 turnovers in that game. Now, they, what happens is they didn't make, take advantage of those turnovers. But he did a great job. Don't want to shine. Don't want the spotlight. He just wants to serve. I'm going to ask you this question. Are you wearing a bib? Are you wearing an apron? Are you wearing a bib? Or are you wearing an apron? If you're wearing a bib, you're saying, gimme, gimme, gimme. If you're wearing an apron, you're saying, how can I serve you? We all know this. Babies wear bibs. I hope we're not babies in our faith. I hope we have on an apron. And I hope we're saying, how can I serve you? God bless you. Thank you so much, Coach Chelsea. I would say you're welcome, but you're coming straight for me so many times today. <laughs> I thought you were falling asleep. I was trying to keep you awake. No, man. Ain't nobody falling asleep on that. You, I mean, there's so many. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be quiet, right? I'm gonna go back to my old ways. I'm gonna be quiet because there's so many things I wanna come at first. And 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 definitely the last one that you targeted is, you know, are you wearing a bib or an apron? I think that's huge. Right. Because so often and I was sitting here, what I was doing was looking back through, I told y'all through my book. And that reminded me of Dr. Chris Hobbs, who's on here, servant leader, Chris Hobbs. And one of the things he talked about was at the end of the day, um, do you adopt it or do you adapt to it? The other thing he said is at the end of the day, do you do it because you have joy? Or are you doing it because you want praise? And, and I think that, that that is that same concept. I think that will always have concepts that will mirror one another. So what I want to open this thing up, I know we have some people at practice. I know we have some people who are ready to do their own show. So I want to open it up real quick um, before I start going, because Lord of mercy, you you on one today. So I'm going to open it up. Y'all know how we do. Uh, there is no hand raise, no anything. Anything you have a comment, question, anything for uh, Brother Spears, give it to him, because I'm coming for him. I'm just letting y'all know that. Well, well, being the fact that he uh, stole my seven else from me, I'm gonna see my <laughs> bill, Willie, because I hadn't patented that yet. I need, so I need to go ahead and brand this on it. But no, it's you good. Know, you know, you always can use it. But um, you know, Will and I've been brothers, you know, for probably fifteen or so years now, and uh, as you can see, how we joke around back and forth. But 
uh, I have so much respect for, for Willie and what he's, what he stands for, you know, who he is, what he's done um, in the coaching profession. You know, I met him when I was an assistant coach and he was a head, high school head coach and there was just an immediate just connection there. And, um, you know, everything that you see today, I've, I've seen for years and, and I've just followed him and followed his career. And again, brother, I, I just, every time, every chance I get to hear you, I learn something new. You you use my sayings and I just learned something from <laughs> my seven Fs. And uh, it just goes to show how blessed you are. And of course, we know your background, being in the ministry and um, just, I appreciate you, brother. I can't say much else, but man, I just appreciate you. And still, I appreciate you for uh, inviting me back on. And man, I haven't been on in a while, just trying to get through spring ball and everything that's been going on. But of course I couldn't miss the one year reunion. And uh, it's just great to see so many familiar faces um, we all started this thing together and people don't know. Chelsea tried to stop this in like seven days. We did it for seven days. Just tried to stop the whole thing. We were like, no, nah, that's not going to happen. We're going to keep going. And a year later, you're still going strong. So God bless you, sis. Just keep letting the Lord use you for everything that he's got in store for you. I, we told you before, this thing is going to be one of the biggest things in the country here pretty soon. And um, I, we'll, you're well on your way. So thank you, brother. Great word. And uh, I'm going to hold you to it. You got to come speak to my team at some point. I'm still working on getting these coins up so I can afford you, but come on. Hey, man, I'm, I'm going to give them the seven Fs, man. It, it's been a hit everywhere I go speak. I just got called by three schools, and they said, you got something for us? I said, man, I come up with these same seven Fs. Give credit to WS, because that's who came up with this. I always give credit to WS. I, look, I love it, and, and I appreciate you. You know, when I reached out to Willie, um, honestly, about anything, even if it's something just at my school, but I reached out to Willie Simmons a year ago and asked him, it was, it's always definitely. Um, and I appreciate that. There's so much area of Tallahassee and Gaston County and surrounding areas. He's not just a football coach. And that's one of the qualities that all of these servant leaders have been is they don't just coach the sport that they're in, they're abroad. And they're working to make this world better. And so I appreciate you as well. And he's right. After the seven-day devotional that we started at the very beginning, I was like, all right, this was great. <laughs> he's like, what you doing? <laughs> We're not done. And so I appreciate the push from all of you guys. I'm telling you, you know, I thank you guys. This doesn't happen without, you know, each and every one of you guys too. And, you know, I'm going to come to you, Dr. Hobbs, really quick, only because I remember your message. And I remember when I reached out to you. Um, you know, just to have that conversation. And, and you were another one that just kind of sticks out to me. Um, just your passion, what you do, and you're down here as well. And I just wanted to just tell you, A, thank you uh, for just what you do. Thank you for your message because it stuck with me. And I'm sitting here looking at your page right now. And I want you to say something about this purple book, all right? This purple book has all y'all in it. And I take this with me all the time, even when I do my own interviews. And there's ones that on each page that take me through being a servant leader. So I'm just going to give you a few seconds, uh, Dr. Hobbs, just to, you know, just kind of say, hey, I thank you real quick and just give anything that you want to give over this year. Um, so Willie stole Willie's seven Fs, but I'm still in Willie's bib and an apron. I'm going to tweet it. I'm going to retweet it. I'm going to blog about it. I'm going to do a couple speaking engagements on it. I'll vlog about it. Like I am stealing that. What a, what a powerful visual, Will. Uh, absolutely love it. Um, and, and thank you for challenge, challenging us all to serve. It's amazing the problems that we solve as leaders when we serve. Um, it's amazing um, how secure we are, uh, how confident we are when we just serve. 
uh, when we keep that at the forefront of our minds, because it's real easy, particularly in today's day and age, to get distracted by what are we accomplishing? What are the people around us accomplishing? Um, and when you serve, it's amazing how secure and confident you are. So, uh, Willie, you crushed it. Uh, your understanding of scripture was fantastic. Uh, and brother, I don't feel bad. I'm stealing bib and apron, my man. I'm stealing bib and apron. Hey, you can have it, brother. I don't know how, how God gave that to me years ago. I used to wait tables and I don't know if that's where it came from, man. But, um, you know, I, I, um, I, I know God had us on this call for a reason. And, uh, and and he gave us that. So, yes, my brother, take it to who God put in your life. And I think it's awesome. And unlike, I don't give Willie Simmons credit, so don't give me credit. So just take it. I love it. I just want y'all to know I'm be calling all y'all out because I have my, my personal favorites of you all. But I didn't want to stop you if you had something for uh, Willie Spears before I do that. I hate that I have to say last names in this. But, yes, please have at it if you haven't. Don't y'all start being all shy because it's been some time now. There used to be a time where I would have to, oh, my bad, my bad, you go. Go on, Mr. Knox. Go ahead, Brother Knox. I know I'll speak. <laughs> this I recall from my mind, therefore I have hope that it is of the Lord's verses that we have not been consumed. We've made it to an entire year, um, a very challenging year for me because the school I work for um, decided not to play, um, do any sports. But for me, and particularly being the athletic director, we just, uh, I'm the basketball coach, but we decided not to play. Uh, we didn't have a basketball season. So it kind of um, had me down for a little while. Um, so I had to learn a whole new way to serve in this season. It was really looking after um, all my students, not just my players, uh, but players on other teams, um, teachers, um, administration, other coaches. Uh, it was just, a, it was a very long year. I think I spent from last year, March, to this, to, to where we're at now. Um, working on my total wellness for myself to God be the glory. I've lost 82 pounds um, since last year, uh, focusing on my health. Um, so I'm super excited about that. When I went to the doctor, um, he was excited. My players called me Slim. They don't call me Coach Dasta boy. They call me Coach Sims. I mean, Coach Slim. Uh, Coach Spears, I have an amazing word this afternoon. I really appreciate you. It's good seeing everybody. Um, I'm just excited to be alive. I'm excited to be in the midst of you all. Um, I'm excited about my process. I had to take a different journey this year, um, but I believe God um, in due time, he's going to open up the doors and opportunities where we can get back out there. But I've truly grown this season and um, I, I, I pray that everybody is doing well. Your family is doing well. Um, I'm always praying for y'all. It's good to see everybody. You all have a, a great evening and Chelsea, keep up the great work. Like I told you before, um, it's, it's bigger than this Zoom. And, um, and I'm excited about uh, what God is doing um, through this servant leaders organization. You all have an amazing night. Love all y'all. Appreciate all y'all. And um, keep God first. And I guarantee you, he's going to take care of the rest. We love you too. I'm just sitting here. We need your workout regimen though. We own that. Congrats, brother. That's awesome. You know, I, I even remember your uh, conversation and, and the day that you spoke and you even, that particular day, I remember you because you even closed it out for me. Um, and it was a connection you made with uh, my brother Ty Garth, and he actually is preparing for his own call. But at the time, Ty and I talked, and he was one of the main reasons why we moved it from just notes to Zoom. And he talked about the triangle offense. And it was amazing because if y'all remember, and all of y'all sportsmen at it doesn't matter what co uh, sports you coach, it was the week that they were playing the last dance. And 
it just worked. I reached out to him and he said, you know, Chelsea, it's amazing. God already gave me the word, the triangle offense. And I remember that. And he preached about just how the Trinity of Christ and the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost just comes to help us and guide us and how those bonds brought us together. You know, Kendra is one. She came on that first week. It was Kendra, Willie. I see Joel popped in here and I called him my, my, my spark starters. And I laugh because Kendra is now everyone's life coach, right? She's a coach, but she's everyone's life coach. And it makes you mad because at the end of the day, she'll always say, well, Chelsea, okay, well, is that a thought or is that a fact? And I'm like, Kendra, I'm trying to vent. It was that a thought or is that a fact? But one of the things that she taught all of us is that she says, if you find yourself, this is my favorite ones for you, Kendra. She says, if anytime you find yourself outside of the place of love, ask yourself, how did you want to show up? And when you showed up, did you show up in a place to serve? And that stuck because a lot of times when we complain and vent, nine times out of 10, if our heart is in the right place and it's to serve somebody else, nine times out of 10, it's not going to be a fact. It's going to be a thought. So Kendra, it was definitely powerful. I know Kendra's in season, y'all. You know how the way COVID is. So I don't know if you're still there, but I definitely wanted to give your kudos to you because honey, that was it. Right. Um, Joel, I see you down there, brother. How you doing? Can you say hi to us? I saw you popped in. He was our first week or two. What's going on? It's good to see everybody again. Uh, you know, just uh, actually in the process of going through a move. Uh, I just got a new job last week that I accepted and I'm, I'm moving down y'all's way. I'm headed to Pensacola. So Come on. I won't be too far from you. 850. Let's go. Yep, God is good, and you know it's been a it's been a crazy year for all of us. But I mean, He's continuously blessed me, so I'm just just happy to be doing what I'm doing, and like you said, just happy to be able to serve. I love it. We appreciate you, man. I'm tell you right now, you already know you won't be too far from us. Get on ten, come on down, we'll get you right. <laughs> for sure, for but sure. One of the most amazing ones that I loved from Joel is he stated, y'all, and I'm telling you, it's all right here. It's a part of me. He says, and let me find it. I got it highlighted right here. He says that at the end of the day, if you are attaching, he said the athlete's value is not attached to the athlete. The athlete's value is not attached to the athlete. So check yourself. And that was huge for me because nine times out of 10, sometimes guys, we got to get ourselves realigned. And that was huge coming from him. And you can tell how humble he is. And especially on that day, you know, I've developed a relationship with him, but I was like, gosh, that was so... Um, positive and then just giving affirmation. So I appreciate you for that. But that one truly stuck with me because as we deal with those that we lead, you have to understand that their their value is more important. And that was big, brother. And I appreciate you. You know, my brother Paul on here. I'm telling you, let me tell y'all something about Paul. Paul is in Iowa. And Paul is probably one of the ones that I talk to one of the ones the most, right? I love you too, Ty, big time. And Paul has this meek spirit about him, but one of the things he always talks about is be where your feet are. Paul, can you just say hey to us a little bit, catch up, and just talk to us about that be where, you feet are, be where your feet are message? Sure, you bet. And, and again, this has been you know, uh, such a blessing that I connected with Chelsea and so many of you other people. It's, uh, again, um, you know, it's been a great last year for me in many ways because my faith has grown because of things like this. And um, yeah, you have to be where your feet are. I mean, and, and it's hard to do, I think for us as coaches, because we're always thinking of the next thing. Right. And, and, and I think several people have mentioned it. 
God has planted us where we are for a purpose. And until we're, until we're done with that, I think Willie said that, we're not moving on until, you know, until we're done. And we may never be done with where we're at because there's plenty of, you know, and I miss opportunities every day. Um, you know, where I was thinking, oh, if I could go there, I could, I could change the world. And there's so many times that we miss just where we're at. Um, you know, I, I'm a high school counselor and football coach. And, you know, in a normal year, there's 1,500, you know, you know 1,500 people in my building. And I can guarantee there's days I miss, like, oh, I missed that one. I missed an opportunity to make a difference. So um, th this whole, um, you know, this has been great to, to meet so many of you and, and be connected. And, and um, I tell people all the time, some of my best friends are people that I've never met in person. Um, and so it's just, um, it, this has just been a blessing and, and appreciate everybody's, um, you know, willingness to just to, for, we're from all over the place, but the one thing we have in common is our faith. You know, God doesn't see color. He doesn't see, he doesn't see, you know, um, gender. He doesn't see anything. He just, he just, and I, one of the things, Willie, that, that, that I loved just your whole presentation was that whole idea of joy. And I think sometimes as, as Christians, we think we have to be meek and humble. No, he came to give us life and abundant life. And, and, and it's, it is, it's good to have fun. Um, you know, there's a lot of humor in the Bible. Um, you know, I, you know, and, and obviously God has a sense of humor. He created all of us, right? And, and we're all different, but but at our core, we are the same because we have that, that commonality of our faith. So I love it, Coach Paul, and I appreciate you. I appreciate every person on here, and each person is just like the parts of the body gives me something different. You know, I can always count on you for my daily and morning scripture. I can always count on you to keep my eyes open to servant leadership and action, right? And I appreciate you for that. I can always count on Dr. Hobbs. That's gonna definitely keep me enriched um, with a message here and there at least once every other week. And I appreciate that, you know, but this guy right here, Coach Cabrill Huff, I'm telling y'all right now, when he came on, it's just amazing. The message that he gave and then watching him over the past year, the message that he gave was of Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the plans that I have for you. We know what that scripture is, right? And the message that he gave was talking about his plan versus God plan and the ups and downs that he went through in his career, right? And if you follow this brother, it's just so amazing that he would give that message and now watch what God took him. But before I let him come on here, this is how he left us, y'all. Blew me away. When I take care of God's business, God will take care of my business. But if I take care of my business, I lose purpose. That's how he left us. And then a year later, this man has taken over a college program at Voorhees, men's basketball, in his first year, won a conference tournament, accolades for him and his players, and made it to the, the, the conference, I mean, the tournament in Kansas, doing an amazing job, and literally just lost by, was it two, my brother? Losing players because of COVID. Three, losing players to injury and COVID and still pressing towards. So, Coach Huff, talk to us for a bit, man. I appreciate it. I uh, appreciate this fellowship, uh, everybody that I've gotten a chance to learn and, and grow from. And uh, when I gave that message, I had no idea, no earthly idea I was going to be moving on to a, a different spot. But I think God just prepares us. And I heard this from someone that says God just has you to prepare your nets. And once God has you to prepare your nets, obviously I'm a basketball coach. So 
um, to prepare your nets. You just got to, you know, if you say so, God, if you say so. And, and that's kind of what th- this life is about. Um, we all have our own plans about where we want to go, um, and what we want to do. Uh, and you're right, Willie. Uh, heroes, hardships, and highlights. And, and all of those are wrapped in the one in just this one quick season um, of getting a job October 27th and trying to find a team and build a team um, in two months and then starting January 4th when they get on campus and starting the season January 12th. Um, but as you prepare those nets, you just got to say, if you say so, God, if you say so, because God will definitely lead you and prepare you and strengthen you uh, and keep you safe in everything that you're doing. Even when you're like, you're going crazy, you have no idea why you're there, what's the purpose behind it. Sometimes there's always a purpose. And the one thing I want to leave you with today is sometimes our destiny, our moves that God places for us aren't just about us. They're about impacting other people. Um, And I was just telling one of my former assistants at a a previous job who, if I hadn't hadn't left that job, I don't think he becomes a head coach when he just got the call last week to become a head coach. And the job I I left to take the Voorhees job, my assistant got that job and they played for the state championship. And just for them to have that opportunity to play for the state championship and him to to reinvigorate his career, which had been kind of, you know, stagnant. That's our destiny is just not impacting us. It's impacting all the people around us. So I appreciate everything and, and everybody on this call. Thanks, Chelsea. Now we appreciate you. And, you know, me and Coach Chelsea have definitely gotten close. He is my accountability partner. He is my podcast. Keep me up on it when I slack. I told him the other day, I was like, bro, I slept in this morning. I was off. He's like, you need that, but get it done. And I appreciate that. You know, iron sharpens iron. And if I truly had to place a model over this group, that's really what this has been. And it brings me to this next brother. I'm telling y'all, he got so much swag and just so cool in what he does and everything that he does. I'm telling you, he brings fire and heat to the sports sideline, but also to any pulpit in his life. You know, minister and coach Dennis McNulty, I'm telling y'all right now, this brother is bad. And I just, there were so many things that stuck out to me, but for the place that I was in, and as coaches and leaders, he spoke about the winding place. And if you were there on that day, I'm telling y'all right now, it was going to shift your spirit. And don't worry, I'm going to give you a sneak peek into the next coming weeks. He's going to shift your spirits again in the revival. But one of the things that he said to me, and to I say to me because it's personal, but it was huge, y'all. He said, you have to maintain stewardship even in your frustration. And when we serve, we know whether it's the job or in people. We can't lose the stewardship. And he talked about everyone having a place called there. And I ain't going to give too much away on that one. But Minister Dennis, can you just talk to us for a little bit about what you got going on and just talk to us and bless us a little bit. I'm telling y'all, y'all going to be blessed in this one line watch. Hey, Coach, bless you. Bless you, everybody. Um, I hope you guys can hear me. I'm in uh, Coach Hobbs' former office. So uh, I I hope that he left me a little bit of Wi-Fi. but you know something, uh, I've been blessed by this last year by connecting with so many of you. And I have to tell you something. Um, if you ask 10 Christians, is God a God of purpose? 10 people would say, of course. But what we spend so little time talking about is the God that is a God of purpose connects you to people to pull you into your purpose. That's what we've seen here through this servant leadership forum this year. 
And, you know, it's ironic that I would follow Coach Huff that I just have incredible respect for. How much respect do I have for Coach Huff? When they charged me to stream his game, I paid it. And, and, and I was happy to do it. And, and I was like, man, you know, I love this, brother. Uh, you know, because I'm kind of on the cheap side, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, but God is just so gracious. And for him to talk about that net, for him to talk about the fact that when God called these disciples, they had finished fishing, but they were incredibly frustrated. They were frustrated because they did not get the results that they were seeking. And that's what you're alluding to, that when he called them, they had already finished fishing. And in fact, scripture says that when he encountered the fishermen, they had gone out of their boats. And sometimes as coaches, as servant leaders, we think we're supposed to stick and stay. When in fact, wisdom says we have to disconnect ourselves from the source of the frustration, albeit briefly. And the scripture goes on to say that they left their boat, which was the source of the frustration. And they were wise enough in their frustration to wash and mend their nets. How many times have we discarded in frustration that which, to Coach Huff's point, not only is it going to benefit me to wash and mend this net, but the part in that text that is often missed is that there were with them other little ships. So when they received their catch, others benefited from it. And then I want to say to my brother minister, uh, thank you for not raising that offering, brother, because, you know, uh, I would have had to give on tonight. I, I would have I had to get in the $50 line. I'm just telling you the truth. Because when you said fight, I thought immediately, and I'll end with this, Nehemiah. Nehemiah said, fight. Fight for your sons. Fight for your daughters. Fight for your houses. Fight for your land. And the interesting thing in closing with Nehemiah is this. Everybody wasn't on the wall. Some were positioned on the wall, but some were behind the wall. And how many times do we miss our opportunity in servant leadership? Because it's either if we're not on the wall, we don't want to participate. But we need folks behind the wall as well. And I'm just so blessed by this community. Um, I don't know. It was about a month or so ago. Somebody reached out, said it was Coach Huff's birthday. Can you send him a little video? His players want to. Man, I promise you, I sang from the depths of me as if I was singing for my own brother. I was singing happy birthday as though I was singing to my own brother. And that's how much this community has meant. When I met you all along the way, I said that this was an oasis, that God ordained this, that God is connecting people for a time such as this. So to be a small part of it and to connect with you all in this way uh, has just been a blessing. Let's run on, man, and see what the end will be. That's what I would say. Let's run on and see what the end will be. I love it. And I appreciate you, my brother. There's just quite a few, uh, a few more. I'm going to call out. And I, and I hate call outs, but y'all have to understand as much as you all um, say thank you to me. I truly thank you. Like when you come on, you don't just speak. And I know like I host, but y'all, I go back right? It's different. The best is when I go back and edit and upload it and I'm able to just sit by myself and I can hear what you say. And I basically apply that to my own life. And y'all have no idea how much, how much you have fueled me, advanced me, grown me. And so when we say the servant leader, I'm telling you right now, you all attached a definition to that that is never ending. 
that helps push me in every endeavor and everything that I've received, every accolade, everything, every blessing, y'all are behind me pushing me to it. I feel you there with your words and, and, and your push. And so please know that, you know, this next is going to be in a Father, Son, Holy Ghost, what I call them, right? Because it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a three-part harmony, right? You know, what does Jay-Z say? What's better than one, two? I got three Burtons, right? Not one, two, three. I got Coach Brian Burton. Then I got Coach Jason Burton. Then I was able to get the amazing media extraordinaire, Anitra Burton. All three, same family, to grace the podcast. Wow. Totally different flavor, and all of them are here. And I know, I bet you this, Brian. Am I wrong? He must be hemmed up. But Anitra, Brian, Jason, either one of you three, I appreciate you guys so much. If you want to be able to come off and just say a quick word, I'd appreciate y'all. Please know, y'all are amazing. Well, I am not sure what uh, Jason is up to, but I can speak for all three of us when we say that we love you. Absolutely love you. We appreciate you for everything that you have done, everything that you are doing. It's a blessing to be a part of the servant leader community and a part of everything that has grown. And it's a continual blessing every day, every single day. You are always upfront. You're always, hey, let's get this day started. You're motivating, you're moving, not just you know, your team, your family, us continually filling the cups of the people that are connected to you, connecting others. And you are a part of our family. We're all family now, you know this, but you are absolutely a part of our family. I thank you so much for the blessing that you are. Your smile is magic, it's infectious. We need it every day you know, the sparkles as I call them. Um, I'm thankful for one that I've had an opportunity to learn from each and every person that's on here, every guest that you have. There's been numerous times when I've been listening to the show uh, on the way to the grocery store or something like that and find myself parking and sitting there for 30 minutes having church in a truck. <laughs> People look at me and wonder what's going on. And I'm like, hey, this this is what we're doing. We're sharing the energy. We're sharing the love of Christ and, and the nuggets that keep us going. So I thank you. I love you. Each and every one of you, make sure that you take care of yourselves, renew yourselves so that we continue to give this love and this blessing and this knowledge and energy to those that are connected to us every day in every way, because we know how the book ends. God is undefeated, like I said before, and he always will be. So take that energy out into the world and spread it freely. Chelsea, thank you. And we love you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Now y'all see why I love them. And I'm telling you right now, you get that from each one of them. Uh, I appreciate y'all. And definitely, I told you I'm an honorary Burton for sure. So I appreciate you guys. You know, we, you know, I got a few more guys and we're going to definitely close up with uh, an amazing prayer and ending today. But you know, I believe we always talk about giving people their flowers and, and I have to do that because so often when you take an agenda, uh, you know, that is God's, it's, it can go quickly 
uh, you know, turn. Sherrod Johnson, he's not on here, but he would talk about when uh, you take a God idea and you turn it into yours. You have to make sure that you continue God's idea being in his alignment and purpose. And, you know, this amazing young lady, oh my God, Shannon Nichelle, she's amazing. She is the CEO and founder of Swag Sports. She came on and, and when you hear her speak, she just has the most humble voice. She's probably gonna be so mad because I'm calling her out and I didn't even look at her response. I'm calling you out, right? I didn't wait to see if I could or couldn't, but y'all, we have formed just such a bond and, and that's why I tell you, each one of you all give me something differently, even to a place now where, um, you know, she has connected me in to be able to have a servant leadership line to help sell clothing to help young girls in sports. And that only happens here. And just such an amazing message that she gave. And so Shanna, I just want to let you know, I won't call you out too much. You can only speak if you want to, but I needed you to know how much we appreciated your message that day and just showing us that how God moves in us when you allow him to have his way. So if you like. Oh, Chelsea, Chelsea. I know. <laughs> Um, I very much appreciate that. You know, um, I uh, just appointed you as a mentor almost immediately. You know, yeah. it's it's just divine. And um, when I when I did speak, uh, it's amazing because since then the year I've had um, has has really been a lot about God's timing. I know I spoke about you know the different challenges and hardships. Um, that I faced in my journey, just trying to excel and trying to establish myself as a woman in sports. And uh, it goes far beyond the court, far beyond the game um, for me. And it's been, um, it's been really great to engage and listen to uh, different speakers uh, to come in and, and even just, uh, you may not hear me speak, uh, I may be multitasking or something, but I, I just am always listening and looking to take gems away um, because I'm, I'm always looking to grow. And I think uh, this is a blessing. This group is amazing. Uh, I'm so appreciative and um, I'm still on that journey. I always say that I'm still on that journey and um, it's, it's about continuing the work. Um, but I remember I mentioned uh, having those doors closed in your face and how that can that can really attack your, your confidence. Uh, and you, you might know that you're good at what you do, but you know, it can, it can set you back emotionally sometimes or mentally. And just thinking to myself, well, that door must have closed because God is building another one for me. And just continue to have faith in that and trust that as I push through and always understanding that it's about the timing um, and it's divine. And when everything's aligned, it's for you, it's for you. And it's all about just being prepared for that moment. Um, and so this journey has been amazing, especially with helping the girls. You know, we love it. We're in month two, um, looking to donate um, anything we can to different girls' programs for, their, for the year. Um, we're all about giving back. So that's my favorite part of the job is being able to touch young girls however we can. So thank you. I appreciate you. I wasn't expecting to be called out, but I'm, I'm glad you put me on the spot. <laughs> it's been a For great sure. one. And I really enjoyed the message today. Um, you had me cracking up and at the same time praising <laughs> right on target. I loved it. Thank you. Now we appreciate you. Yeah, that's all. We're going to lay him close out. And that's exactly why 
the Lord led to have him today because that's the swag he brings. Uh, I saw my brother, Locke, Coach Locke, come on here. Coach Locke was also one of the uh, first seven, right? And I say that because, like, Willie reminded you guys, I, I thought that was it. After seven days, that was it, right? And he came in, and, guys, he had a powerful message that day, and, and we've stayed close. I mean, even still to this day, he's going to always encourage me, uh, you know, on a daily basis. I'm going to let him tell you guys his move from where he was. He left me here in Tallahassee, but on to do some great things. But that message that he gave, he said that we have to die daily to ourselves. Are you taking up your cross? Because if you don't, you fail to provide evidence of God's goodness. Coach Locke? Hey, I'm sorry. I missed. I missed the message. I, I told Chelsea this morning. I texted. I told her I wasn't gonna. Miss, I actually just came straight off the field, but I wasn't gonna miss this for nothing in the world. I said I got my brother Willie Simmons on here, and uh, some of the other people. But um, I, Chelsea, I just want to say I, I, I'm I'm so thankful for you allowing God to use you, and use you in a way that's inspiring other people, because that's what it's all about. A lot of times we get it confused that. We think that um, we have a word. We have to be behind a, a pulpit. This is your pulpit. This is this is you bringing the church out of the church. And I'm so thankful to watch the growth in the growth in you. And you inspired me. You inspired me to be a, a full time employee for God. Because we all ask for 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 those benefits. But some of us, like I always say, we ask for a full time God, but we want to be part time employees. But you inspired me to be a full time employee day in and day out. And just, just continue to serve others in any way that I can. I often tell people you want to serve God, you serve God by serving others all the time. So I'm th so thankful for the platform that you that you have and what you've been doing. And, uh, and it's been a year, and, and in that year's time, you know, being there at, at Florida State, now coming here to Western Kentucky, um, God has been good. And, and the ministry has carried on from Tallahassee to here to Bowling Green, continue doing the same thing. Like I said, pouring it to people, pouring to young men, 24-7. So I just want to say I am so amazed and so thankful just to be um, your friend and just to see um, to see you continue to grow. My brother, my brother, I appreciate you. And that also stuck, right? We can't expect God to be full-time and we want to be part-time employees. That I, I will never forget that from that message. And you said so many nuggets, but just what you do, you always continue to keep us in line, keep us encouraged, keep us in check. Um, and I love how, just like you said, no matter where you've gone, and now that you've gone to your new place, you know, much like you told me, that's your pulpit as well. And you are truly helping the young men, and we appreciate you for sure. Um, guys, we're going to start closing. I don't want to leave anybody out. I see my brother Jeremy Hawkins join down there, and I appreciate you. Somebody said they're spiritual one year old. That's fine. Let the baby have. We got to start them young. We love the baby leaders. We love it. We got Jeremy Hawkins. I don't know if you in uh, practice or anything coach but i appreciated you your message was amazing at the end of the day you told me told me and told them that their struggles um and what your struggles and what you went through is to be able to let them know what they can be and so i appreciate you um just for what you do he's at eastern kentucky and then guys there's just some people i'm telling you right now that just gonna always keep you going right they're gonna always support they're gonna always show up no matter what happens to their schedule you know, Coach Chris, Caitlin, I need y'all to know something right now. Like your messages, your devotions, your songs of worship that you send me, sometimes y'all send them and you don't even know. Well, I'm gonna take that back. God leads you to, but you send them in times when I'm like, God, they knew. You know what I'm saying? That kid was on my nerve just right there and I'm about to go off and Caitlin's gonna send a message or send a song. 
to take me out for three minutes. You know, Coach Chris is going to always keep me going and keep me pushed, encouraging me. I don't care if it's one person or 70 people. Coach Chris about to be posted up right there. We all coach. And I appreciate that it is those people, much like everybody talks about, you need every portion to make things work. And that's why we work. I see Coach Daniels down here. He's definitely one. He's going to call me. He's going to let me know, hey, what we got, you know, and those people push you. My godmother's on here and she's always on here in some capacity. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to call you out. I promise. But she's the one, what we got today. She's the one that when I get one and y'all say, yes, I'm telling, Hey, Hey, they said, yes, they said, yes. When they coming on. And, and those are the things that keep us going. My sister's on here. She's always going to share tag. She was the ones Willie Spears and Simmons. If y'all wait, she'll maybe tell y'all after we hang up what I said about Willie's, but guys, all that to say, there is no servant leader coaches Bible study without the servant leaders that put it all together. And just to watch how God put all this together, aligned us who otherwise, we may not have even known, you, known each other. I see Coach Rowe popped in here. We maybe taught, what, two weeks ago? And you're on here popping up ready and she's going to come y'all and lay some fire in the next coming week. So I'm just letting y'all know right now, God is moving. And at the end of the day, much like what, uh, everyone on here has said, this <laughs> is I love it, Coach. Yeah, Coach Rowe. Just like what everybody has said, we're all a part of this community and this fraternity and this circle. But it's amazing how we've continued to sharpen one another's irons and watch promotions, watch accolades, watch championships, watch weight loss journeys, watch deliverances, watch families grow because we prayed together. And what I've always been taught is the family that prays together stays together. So it doesn't matter. That's why it turned into a podcast. I told somebody today, Coach G, who's always on, he said, I'm going to miss it, man. I got to track me. I said, servant leaders are busy. I'd be worried if you didn't have anything to do, right? But I thank you all for keeping this going in the capacity that you have. Coach Bro, were you going to say something? No, I'm super pumped up. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. No, for sure. We're excited for you. And I'm going to tell you guys, when I posted, you better walk on in here and be ready to hear that one in whatever capacity that you can and have to, because that is going to be on. So just know this month, guys, is filled. And so I know your schedules are packed, but whenever you can pop on, the revival is happening. We are going to have a six day over two weeks revival called the Servant Leaders Arsenal. So there's your sneak peek. I'm going to tell you in advance, the Servant Leaders Arsenal where we talk about what should be in your arsenal to continue to serve. Old school revival, baby. You already know what it is. But guys, I appreciate y'all. I really do. I love you all from the bottom of my heart. Y'all have no idea what y'all do to keep this servant leader going and what y'all do to help one another out on a daily basis. Willie Spears, are you there, man? You see there? I don't know where he went. I ain't sent him a plate, y'all. He shouldn't. No, nah, I'm, I'm here. I'm laughing at Willie Simmons talking about I'm going to have an offer plate. And I, I, I wouldn't do that unless I fell led. So my cash app is Servant Leader 53. And you guys want to go to my cash app. It's a Servant Leader 53. And we take EBT. Uh, we take uh, whatever you have. Uh, if you got to talk to your athletic director, uh, we'll pre cash out Servant Leader 53. Uh, and uh, if you want to put uh, Arsenal on there, we would uh, uh, make it a cash write-off uh, for you for tax purposes. Y'all just pray for him. Please just pray for him. <laughs> Coach Willie, uh, yes, if you could just 
give us a final word, man. And then pray and close it out, man. It's been an amazing journey, amazing ride, y'all. One year today, and it's not stopping. I promise you, after seven days, I wanted to stop it. Y'all told me no. So after a year, you have no idea. We're not stopping, and the best is yet to come. So if you could just close us out with a final word of encouragement and a prayer, I appreciate you, my brother. Well, thank you all for this. In all seriousness, Chelsea, as they want to say, just thank you. Uh, but I want to ask guys, what have God told us to do that we haven't done? Imagine if Chelsea was not obedient. Imagine if she decided to list all the ways this was going to be inconvenient and how she has a full workload and she has basketball and there's COVID and she has a family. So what has God told us to do? Maybe we don't supposed to do a podcast. Maybe we're supposed to do something in our family. Maybe it's a nephew, a cousin. We're supposed to move in. Like, we need to choose the difficult right over the easy wrong. And so, Coach Chelsea, we all admire you. I don't know how old you are, uh, but there's no age on mentorship. And one young lady said it. I consider you a mentor of mine, if nothing else, just through your tweets. And so thank you for that. Um, God placed you in our lives, Coach Chelsea. Uh, I have no affiliation with, with your school. I'm not a basketball coach. I, I don't. And there's no reason for me to know you other than that you're my sister in Christ. And so this was supposed to happen. Thank you for being obedient. And I know for a fact that you have challenged us and you pour into us. And I, like the young lady on the call that said she was praising God in her truck, I listened to the podcast. And so I don't always catch it when it's live, but I can go back and listen. And I'm just being real. I've never been disappointed. Never. Like it's, it's like it's always what I need. Like, I don't know if any of your listeners need it, but it's almost like you and my business. You got cameras in my house and my life. And like God is saying, this is for you, Spears. So I appreciate that. I do want to give a shout out to your brother. Uh, you gave a shout out to everybody in your family. You didn't mention your twin brother. And uh, I don't I appreciate that. I didn't let him that. come on here because I wasn't about to let you be biased. Because he he's obviously the better twin. Uh, everyone knows that. Uh, smells better, looks better, more athletic, uh, bathe more often. Uh, he, he's in, in a lot of reads better. You know, just, just I mean, you're the second best twin. Everybody knows that. And so uh, it's good that God made you, uh, I guess so, because we needed you. But uh, the greatness of your brother, I just want to acknowledge that today. Uh, love you all. Seriously honored to be a part of this. This is great. Uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, thank you so much. And again, thank you for that joy factor. I was reading an article today about the Baylor coach and how that joy factor is part of his program. Lord, you give us joy. Lord, there's a difference between joy and happiness, but you give us joy. And one of the coaches talked about it. So Lord, I just want to thank you. Thank you for this time we get to spend together. May we not take it for granted. Oh, Lord, we learn so much from COVID. We take so much for granted. We think our skills and our talent and our connections and our money is enough. But, Lord, no one saw COVID coming. No one saw it shutting down March Madness. No one saw that. So, Lord, this year, people didn't take it for granted that they had the opportunity to dribble that basketball. But, Lord, what are we going to do when the ball stops dribbling? What are we going to do when you crack the sky? Time will be up. May we not have to read the parable of the five foolish and the, and, 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 and the wise versions, Lord. Lord, may, may we not have to worry about having enough in our lamps. May we take care of that right now. Lord, you are better to us than we've been to ourselves. 
And so, Lord, I want to be specific now, Lord, and pray for Coach Locke and Joel and Coach Rowe and Coach Knotts and Knotts and Coach Harrison and, and Coach Willie Simmons, Lord, and Coach Burnett and, and all the Burtons, Lord, and Coach Huff and Coach Paul and Coach Daniels, Lord, and, and for Caitlin Father and Coach Mitchell and Coach Nixon and Coach Ty, Lord, and, and Coach Dennis and Coach Hawkins, Father, and uh, for anyone I forgot, Lord, I pray that you exceed our expectations. Thank you for Dr. Hobbs and thank you for what he means, Lord. And I pray that Joe has an amazing time in the Lord in Pensacola. Bless his move, Lord. Thank you for the brother that lost weight, Mr. Knox. Lord, what a great testimony of discipline. When we can look at his body and see that you allow COVID to happen partially so he can have a more physically fit body. That's part of our ministry as well. Help us all. Lord, thank you again for what you've done, what you're going to do. Help us live out your word every day. Lord, bring somebody in our life for us to mentor and somebody to mentor us. Lord, may we welcome accountability. May we welcome being called out. May we welcome being poured into. And may we welcome iron as it sharpens iron. When that happens, sparks fly, Lord. So sometimes when iron sharpens iron, it ain't all gravy. It ain't all good. It ain't all smiles. But that spark is going to sharpen us so we can be like your word, sharper than any two-edged sword. We love you and we praise you. We pray for a better year this year than we even had last year. And give Coach Chelsea a new zeal, a new excitement, a new passion. And may it never, may it never be worrisome or burden. May it always be fresh. And may the anointing destroy the yoke. We praise your name. We honor you. Forgive us of our sinful thoughts and deeds. Thank you for the Servant Leader Podcast. May it glorify you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I thought you were about to ask the Lord to give me a better jump shot, but I see you stayed serious and we appreciate it. <laughs> well, and, and he's not out of miracles, but some things only come through fasting and pray. You know what? I can't with you. I appreciate you. Amen. Guys, thank you so much. It has been a year, and I promise you this, as we make our road to two, it's going to be amazing, and I cannot, and we cannot do this without you. So I appreciate you guys, and as I always say, continue to be a light so that those that may not know him can find him. I appreciate you guys. I love you. If you need me, you already know. Call me. Bye, guys.